This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. And happy Valentine's Day. And today on Open for Business, we have a Valentine's Day special. And we'll be talking about weddings because I believe we all know someone who is getting married in our social circle. And actually, the wedding industry is one of Malaysia's most lucrative industries, which is worth up to 7 billion ringgit a year, according to the Malaysia Reserve back in 2019. But we cannot forget that this industry has suffered one of the worst hits during the pandemic. And some couples even had to go through online weddings but Precious Wedding Bridal Studio weathered through all of that so East Chin who is the founder of Precious Wedding is here to share her journey with us welcome to the show East Hi, thank you. Hi, Lily. I'm Ace. I heard when you were 22, you became a wedding planner, but you sold off the business after five years of operations. Now tell me what happened in between Okay, firstly, um, why I sold off the business? Wow, this is a difficult question. <laughs> okay, I was very lousy in business. Uh, I was very much uh, focused my time and effort all in um, wedding planning. I think I remember clearly I spent my 3 a.m. in my client's house, uh, packing the luggage, preparing them, giving them briefing. So I think I didn't put enough effort in learning how to run a business. So that's why um, it was a it was a loss, a big loss, and um, eventually me and my partner decided to sell it off. Mm-hmm. And then you soon after became an employee, right? You still stayed in the company. Oh yes, right. Okay. Why the love for weddings? What is it that makes you want to be a wedding planner in the first place? Ah, this. During my high school, I was in Form 5 or Form 4. Uh, I One of my best friend's sister got married and they asked me if I can be their wedding host. So I got it done and I feel very, very satisfied after the whole wedding dinner and they really come and give me a big hug <laughs> and thank me. So until today, they're still happily married. I think that is like running in my blood. Hmm. I just fall in love. Right. The most important question is, are you married? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm I'm married, happily married uh, <laughs> since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> right. So my, my bigger question is, you know, there are a lot of different brides in this in this world, right? Mm-hmm. You have the bridezillas yes, yes. and then some have, you have angel brides as well. They are like the most chilled, most more relaxed kind of bride, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of bride were you at that time? This actually, I need to ask my wedding planner. <laughs> <laughs> I passed, uh, I think I, I was quite chill, mm. uh, but at the same time, very indecisive for my own self. Whatever linked to me, myself and not the event. Like, uh, what is the dress to walk down the aisle? <laughs> right. I remember I have like uh, 10 dresses sitting in the room and I tell my, uh, I told my staff that I still do not know which dress to wear. So, (laughs) so when I walk into the room, she said, this is the best. You just put it on. Okay. So that's the, that's my dress for that (laughs) night. (laughs) But how does that, you know, your experience of getting married, how does that help you in terms of, you know, understanding the brides and grooms and understanding the whole process even better? Actually, it, put me to um, in a position whereby I know I 
have a team that I can trust. So um, whatever they plan, if it is still within my boundary, I will say yes. And that's all. I won't go into petty, petty, small things and tell them exactly this is the flower I want or this is the, uh, this is how the card should look like in exact. Because I do know that I give them a main concept and they will, and they will run the show for me. And your wedding kind of proved that to you even further. Oh, yes, definitely. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's talk about your business then. You know, have you seen trends change along the years since you've been in the industry for almost 10 years? Okay, um, trend change. Yes, definitely be, uh, before and after the pandemic. Before the pandemic, a lot of brides will focus on the event itself. They will want a mega wedding with the, a super long train gown right. and a very good deco and um, inviting a lot of people, a lot of guests from their parents um, whom they don't really know. Um, but now after the pandemic, I see a lot of um, couple, they will choose to do a very good pre-wedding photo shoot to celebrate their wedding journey and also to um, do a plan a more intimate, close, uh, small wedding mm. uh, or luncheon. I see a trend in luncheon wedding also. Right. Mm. Now, um, I guess with uh, the competition out there, what makes you different and what attracts your clients or potential clients to come to you? I think this will be uh, very much into um, my insights into um, what my client need. I always ask myself um, how to grow the business. It is not on how I mold my team. It is how I understand my client. So um, like in back in 2017, I see that uh, in a home market, all the brides are only have the choices from buying or sourcing their dresses from online mm. or or from bridal houses which most of them they just get their stock from China factory right. so that's the moment where I see that mm, if I am a bride and what if I need a dress that I can be very very proud of a dress that I can call by the designer name right. so where are the designer brands so that's the moment where I sourced and found some authentic European brand, international brand, uh, and I bring them in. How were you able to do that? That is my next question, right? How were you in touch? How did you get in touch with these people in Europe, right? How did you get in touch with them? How did you find them? And how did you make them agree to come on and collaborate with you? Ah, this comes from uh, the background of my big boss. My big boss is the <laughs> director uh, of Nietzsche Group. So we have a good team of uh, fashion merchandiser. So um, they brought me to the international platform. They brought me to Fashion Weeks internationally. So from there, I get to know more and more designers and more and more um, dressmakers. So from there, I choose the eight best uh, that is most suited into Malaysian market uh, in terms of price range, in terms of design, in terms of cutting. Uh, so it was quite a big success because most of my clients on that two years, they chose us mainly also because of the dresses that we can right. provide. Mm. So how the, the wedding gowns and I guess suits as well, right? Yes. Um, are they all bought over and then your clients rent them? Oh, yes. I bought them in for my client to top up from their original uh, package or they can choose to rent it. They can even choose to tailor make it. 
let's say uh, if you walk into my shop and you see that you like this dress, exactly this model, and you want to uh, do it in exact perfect fit for your size, yes, the designer in the Europe country can make it for you. In a European country? Yes, we can do a measurement uh, and send to them and they can tailor make the whole dresses. So you send dress. it back to Europe and then they will send it back over? Uh, yes, yes. Isn't so now it's about global, international. But isn't that a very troublesome process for you? I mean, although it's just, you know, about the cost, it's for the client to bear. Uh, of course, there are more work, more follow-ups. Mm. But I do believe that when you have a client that have this need and we are the service and solution Great. provider, if I can give her her dream dress, why not? <laughs> right, that is really interesting. Okay, it's time for us to head to some messages, but don't go anywhere. I'm here with East Chin. Uh, she is the founder of Precious Wedding Bridal Studio. Here with me on Open for Business, BFM 89.9. Breathe freely, Malaysia. <sighs> BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. I'm Lily Chai. And happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And we do have a Valentine's Day special here on Open for Business. And we are talking about weddings today. And I'm here with Yves Chin, who is the founder of Precious Wedding Bridal Studio. Before the break, we're talking about how she started, why her love for weddings and uh, their bridal, the bridal studio's USP. Let's go back to the pandemic, right? Okay. It was incredibly difficult for your type of business, of course. Very, I want to cry already. <laughs> Thinking back about it, right? Yes. So how were you able to sustain? Did you or did you transition, pivot during the pandemic? Um, okay, during the pandemic, okay, firstly, we have to have enough funds in our bank right. to sustain quite a few months. And secondly, also, I'm very thankful to my team because I, uh, I remember after a few months down the road when I really feel the pain and the difficulties in, um, giving them the salary and paying the rental. I made an announcement to my team and I told them that uh, we are going to have um, this plan and this plan. I'm very shocked. Some of them, after my announcement, they call me up and tell me, Is you can opt me out. You can keep my salary for the meantime. So just let the company pass through this phase. We can go through this together. So I'm very touched with my team uh, during this hardship um, I tried my best to sustain all of them. Mm. And at the end of the day, before I fall, they will also come and give me uh, good support. So you retrenched no one? No one. But how were you able... What did you do during the pandemic? Did you hold online weddings or... No, we have zero sales during the pandemic. <laughs> right. Uh, and they still work. Uh, we have, uh, we had online meetings. We planned for our future. We forecast what is going to happen. We try our best to forecast and do our preparation so that once the market is open, we are there. We are well prepared. So there was nothing uh, during the pandemic? Nothing. Zero. It was all plans and preparations for the when the restrictions are lifted. Yes. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you feel that it's a bit risky to think, uh, to plan like that? Because we we didn't know when we, when it was going to open anyway. You know, when it announced it was in March and then three months later, we were still unsure about anything and everything. I do not know why. I just have the feeling that it will bounce back. Um, from I think experience do speak uh, a right. lot because economic crisis we had been through. Um, we have been through a lot. So globally, if really everybody die, die together. <laughs> la. But before you die, you still need to try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about that then. Mm. Uh, what are the biggest challenges, right? Uh, now, since everything has lifted, have your... What is happening now, right? There's an influx of customers, I believe. Everyone is rushing to get married. Okay, uh, we have uh, set our target. And I'm glad that we really set our target Right. Hmm. So um, whatever influx that we are facing now, uh, which it will be uh, for another two more years, it will be total around three years, I foresee. Uh, we are very well prepared for that. We have enough staff, we have enough manpower to, and also training. I invested a lot of training hmm. after the pandemic to train up the team to give a better service. Right. So how many people do you have now in your team? Oh, I just had my annual dinner last night and it was a huge shock. No lie, I would say surprise to me. <laughs> uh, I, I I was planning a 50 staff dinner and apparently my team already grew to 70. So right. we had uh, 70 staff, right? Yeah. A team of 70 to 80. Mm. Hmm. including contractors. Right. Before the, during the pandemic, it was 50 and now it has grown. Uh, during the pandemic, it was about 26, 28. Right. So mm. within a year, it grew to oh, this yes. many people. Right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I, and I believe you have uh, three other businesses under your belt. Right, so you have Studio 10. Are those your businesses? or? Uh, yes, those are our sub-brands under the umbrella of Precious Wedding. Yeah. Uh, studio 10 is a studio that um, we created. It's an extension of our brand, uh, mainly focused in studio photography. Right. Mm, and we also have the Gown Atelier, which focuses in the European international brands that we brought in for our customer. So you are managing all of these all together? Yes. Right. So what are the biggest challenges, you would say, running all three of these together? <laughs> okay, the biggest challenge here is the increase in the is to increase the capacity to serve our customer. Mm -hmm. Because when we have a uh, influx of customer, although our appointments are very well arranged, uh, but we do find that our space is a bit crowded. Mm. So we are in the planning in the plan to have a new shop with a bigger space that can provide more privacy and better experience to our customer. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, now, I want to talk about, you know, your company's revenue, right? Okay. So can you give us a comparison between pre-pandemic and post-pandemic? Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic is about... Um, 1% of the whole market uh, during the year of pandemic because during the year of pandemic it's uh, open and close, open and close. Uh, our sales dropped 
Right. Mm. So the revenue has increased, right? Mm. How about your profits? Profit, I would say it remained almost the same because of the increase in manpower and also increase in overall cost material uh, costing. Material costing, right? So did you hike up your price? Right? Not yet. <laughs> right. So you're, uh, not pri- yet, not you're yet. maintaining your price similar to pre-pandemic, right? Uh, similar. Similar. I think the whole market has increased about 5 to 10% right. on their pricing. But um, shockingly, our suppliers and vendors, their cost to us increased about 25-30%. So I see a hike in um, cost for planning a wedding yeah. uh, in the coming months. Then why did it you... Will hike, uh, it, will, it will come in very fast. Like maybe the next wedding fair, uh, when you are a wedding couple and you go to the survey, <laughs> you already see that, wow, the price has already hiked up. Right. But why have you not adjusted your price then? Um, I tried my best to maintain because I am serving mass market. Right. And if my customer want a more luxury feel, I do give them a different variety to choose from. So I think still okay. Mm. Right. And okay. also, um, my team also uh, did some adjustment in the package content so that we can still, we can still provide the service to our customer in the similar price range. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, we've been talking about a lot of, you know, issues about finding talent. A lot of businesses are having a hard time looking mm-hmm. for the right people to mm-hmm. do uh, whatever role that needs to be fulfilled. So how about you, right? How do you find talents? So you need photographers, you need makeup artists. So how do you find these people and how do you make sure that they are the right fit for your company? Okay, mainly there are two categories of uh, employees that we're talking about. Firstly is the skillful uh, the, the skillful team, like seamstress, photographer, and makeup artist. Uh, for this group of employee, um, mainly our source of employee is from word of mouth. Right. I do believe that how you treat a person, a person will treat you back the same way. So um, if my team are happy here and they see the growth here, of course, they will invite their friends and join our team. Talk to people about yeah, it. Yeah, talk right? to people about it. Then uh, another category of staffs are uh, those like wedding gown specialists, mm. like wedding consultant, customer service. This group of uh, employee, most of them come with dreams come with wedding dreams. Right. Oh, I come to join you because I like wedding dress. I come to join you because I I like to see the happiness in couple face. They come in dreams. So um, I do believe in training and also preparing them of what are the challenges when you are in your position because you are planning and doing things for the most important event for the wedding couple. So um, I aim for zero mistakes. So training, training and training is very important. Mm. Mm. Okay, now tell us um, how is your schedule like for this year? Has it been filled up until the end of the year already? Our schedule is pretty much taken up, uh, but we are still expanding our team. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just give us a call. (laughs) We are here, we are ready. Final question. Um, Wedding trends for 2023? Okay, for wedding trends in 2023, it will be... In my predictions, mm-hmm. uh, it will be more and more small weddings and couple will be uh, 
having higher expectations towards what they need, what mm. they want, how they look like. So um, the budget expectation for the stylists uh, and wedding dresses and the coat and suit and even a wedding, the pair of wedding shoes, I think most of the couple, they will spend more here and also in their pre-wedding photo shoot since they have a more intimate wedding. Mm. So for the wedding event, I would say that um, if you are in this line, please do not go all out to customize for customer because it is too much work. When it is too much work, it is too much cost. Right. So if you want to hit the market, uh, package your service, package your product and do provide some minimal personalization service inside within the package. And I think with this, you can sell very well. I, I think I missed out a question on, you know, how do you price your service? Is it package, fully package based or is it inquiry based as in it differs from client to clients? Uh, we do have a few packages that cater for different needs. Mm. So when couple come over, we will have a consultation and Q&A session with them. And from there, we choose the best package that fits into their requirements. Mm. Mm. Okay. Right. Thank you very much for spending time with me, East. Thank you very much, Lily. Nice talking to you. Yeah, it's been nice talking to you too. I've been speaking to East Chin. She is the founder of Precious Wedding Bridal Studio. Uh, if you miss any part of this show, of course, you can go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to download the full podcast. I'm Lily Chai and this has been Open for Business here on BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.